Microsoft is stepping up their game. This is the Inverted Look, episode number five. How's everybody doing this fine weekend? Did you have fun last night? Halloween? Was that a good time? I didn't dress up. I didn't do anything. My plan was to play Dead Space 3. I got it with PlayStation Plus uh, a few months back, and I had been saving it for the right time. And as I said last, I think it was last episode, I am scared to death of scary games. I can't do it. So my plan was, after after everybody went to bed, I was going to go downstairs, I was going to try to play Dead Space 3 with my headphones on, and see how long I could last. I didn't last because I didn't even try it. I got tired and went to bed. So kind of an anticlimactic night for me. What I have been playing, though, is Borderlands the pre-sequel. And I don't care what you heard, that is a good game. That is a really good game. I am loving it. Now, full full disclosure here, I am a huge Borderlands fan. I bought the first one just on a whim, uh, and me and my wife absolutely loved it. So, naturally, we absolutely love Borderlands 2, and honestly, this is kind of just more Borderlands 2, which is kind of a turnoff for people considering this is a full-on uh, $60 game, pre-sequel. The story takes place between Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2. Uh, it takes place on the moon of Pandora, which is the world that you spend most of your time in the first two games. Uh, this game is developed uh, in with Gearbox, but they, so, let me back up. The first two games developed by Gearbox. This game is developed by 2K Australia uh, with a lot of cooperation with um, uh, uh, Gearbox. So, kind of breaking the fourth wall, uh, Elpis is like Australia. I think that's the name of the moon. Elpis? Anyway, the moon is kind of like Australia. Everybody there has an Australian accent, which some people found annoying. I find it kind of funny, considering that the developer's based in Australia. I, I thought that was kind of neat. But I am loving that game. If you loved Borderlands 2, check out that game. Uh, it does some different things with the combat, with the low gravity on the moon. Uh, you can butt slam people. So, like, when you jump up extra high because you're in low gravity, you can uh, press B or circle, depending on whether you're playing on 360 or PS3. Uh, and, and do a butt slam. Yes, this is only on PC, uh, Xbox 360, and PS3. It is not on current-gen consoles, PS4, Xbox One. Um, I'm okay with that, I guess. I, I, I think when I'm ready for Borderlands on the next-gen systems, I don't want it to be... There I go again. Next-gen, current-gen. Next-gen, current-gen. When I'm ready for Borderlands on the current-gen consoles, on my PS4... I want Borderlands 3, and I want it to be this mega experience. Um, I would have been more disappointed if I would have bought it on next gen. I, I did it again! Current gen, next gen. This is... Oh. Current gen? When I play Borderlands 3 on my current gen console, I want it to be more than just more Borderlands 2. Uh, in this game, you, you're working for Handsome Jack, who was a, the villain of Borderlands 2, and uh, you, you can play as Claptrap for the first time in the series history, which is what I'm playing as, uh, and that's pretty hilarious. He he is one of the most charming and hated characters uh, in Borderlands. He's a little robot, and uh, he's been he's been in all the games, or at least versions of him have been in all the games since the first game. And playing as him uh, has been a really funny experience. 
Each character has an action skill, which you're familiar with uh, if you've played the other Borderlands. And uh, his is completely random. You may press it once and you'll get some of the powers of one of the other characters from the other Borderlands games. Uh, like a Gunzerker where you can dual wield weapons and you're shooting non-stop. Or the, the uh, bandit, Psycho Bandit character from the DLC of Borderlands 2 where you get uh, the tomahawk looking thing and you can just go around meleeing everything. But there are downsides to uh, his action skill because it's considered malware. And you may hit your action skill and you'll get a little tube around you, a little rubber ducky tube. And you can just you just bounce uncontrollably around the level. Uh, most of the time he's helpful to your teammates, but when that kind of stuff happens, it can tend to annoy him. So you kind of win and lose with Claptrap. That I love. I've, I'm loving the game. I'm having a blast with it. So if you were on the fence about picking it up, uh, if, if you're not ready for more Borderlands 2, maybe wait a little bit. Wait for a price drop. But if you're ready for some more Borderlands, go get that game. It's great. Jumping right into the news here. Microsoft has dropped the price on Xbox One for a temporary time. Yeah, they are stepping up their game. That's It's pretty awesome for people that were on the fence or have been looking for some deals. The competition between PS4 and Xbox One has been nothing but beneficial to uh, gamers. From uh, November 2nd until January 3rd, 2015, uh, you can now pick up an Xbox One. This is any SKU uh, for $350 for a non-connect version and $450 for a Kinect version. So this is on all SKUs. This this means bundles as well. So the Assassin's Creed bundle coming out, for the non-Kinect version, you'll be able to get Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Unity, and Xbox One with a controller, all for $350. That's a crazy good deal if you consider that Unity is going to be a brand new game when you get it. That would be $60. I think Black Flag, you can probably pick it up for $20 or $30 now. Uh, it, it's just a whole lot of value. This is awesome. I would have never in a million years guessed that uh, Microsoft would be making these kind of moves to win people's hearts and minds. Good on them. This is this is great. <laughs> Sony has released their 2.0 firmware for PS4. Uh, this is the firmware that uh, includes the share play functionality. So you can, over a stream, uh, if your buddy's watching you, you can digitally hand the controller over to your friend and he can play your game running on your system streaming to his system uh, or you can play local multiplayer it's basically like a virtual couch where uh, your buddy doesn't have to be in the house with you it just streams the uh, the second controller and and the gameplay to his ps4 this also includes the youtube support themes uh, so you can change the color of your background if, you, if you're into that it uh, includes some broadcasting enhancements and it changes up your little game library uh, icon on your little toolbar there I guess whatever it's called however while all this sounds nice and wonderful they are dealing with some major bugs with this firmware uh, specifically with rest mode rest mode is the new name for the standby mode that PS4 had and what it does is it puts the system in a low power state that way it can do updates and stuff while you're away uh, now with this 2.0 firmware if you try to bring your system back out of rest mode, the system just won't boot properly. So people are having to hard boot their systems, which means like unplugging the power, which can cause some major damage. So just be aware, while all these firmware upgrades sound great, maybe you should avoid rest mode until they get some of the kinks worked out. 
Dying Light, the game that's coming out in January of 2015, which is the spiritual successor to Dead Island. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, just think Mirror's Edge mixed with some Dead Island. Uh, it's been canceled on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, so it's only coming to current-gen consoles now, PS4, Xbox One. Uh, they're citing some technical problems that they're having, uh, mainly because with the power of the old systems, they are having to sacrifice some of their original design pillars for the game. So this game will not be coming out on Xbox 360 and PS3. I'll say, hopefully, they are putting in a little bit more work than they did on Dead Island before they released it. I bought that game, Dead Island, originally on 360. Uh, me and my wife did, and we had a lot of fun playing it, but man, it was it was kind of rough around the edges. It, it had a lot of bugs. I, I enjoyed it. I don't regret my purchase, but yeah, hopefully they get, have a lot more polished experience with this game than they did with Dead Island. Drive Club, the exclusive game to PlayStation 4, has been having a ton of problems since launch. Because of that, because people have barely been able to play the game, which from what I'm reading from reviews, it's, 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 you're not missing out on much. Anyway, they had a version of this game that was PS Plus edition. It was supposed to be a free version, had some limited content in there for people to get in and try out the game, try out the tracks, get a feel for how the racing feels. It's been delayed indefinitely because of these problems. Sony's having a rough month between Drive Club being messy and this 2.0 firmware bug thing. Uh, they're, they're not exactly on the top of their game. Uh, Microsoft, on the other hand, with the price drop and the bundles and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, doing well. Extra Life has raised $5.4 million as of October 27th uh, for Children's Miracle Network. This is pretty awesome. If you don't know what Extra Life is, um, it's a charity organization that you can be a part of. A lot of gaming outlets uh, participate, different news sites. But you can join in on this as well. Uh, you get a sponsor to sponsor you for a gaming marathon session. And you stream out your gameplay. Typically, you try to go for 24 hours. Uh, all the money that you that you get during your stream, it all goes towards Children's Miracle Network. $5.4 million is no small chunk of change. Uh, and this is going through the end of the year. Uh, so if you, if you want to do this, you can still jump in on this, stream out your gameplay, get some sponsors, get some friends and family that want to donate. Uh, to Children's Miracle Network. It's definitely towards a great cause. This is on my bucket list. I want to do this some year. Uh, I think it'd be really fun, and it's for a, a really good cause. And for my final story for the day, uh, Xbox Entertainment Studios has been closed. It's done. It's over. This was announced at E3 2013. Xbox was going to have some original like television programming uh, so they had their own studio to produce this stuff. I think Halo Nightfall was coming out of that, the live-action Halo series. Uh, there was a documentary about the uh, dig in the New Mexico dump for the E.T. Atari cartridges that were buried there. Uh, all that's going away. They are not continuing with that. Uh, this was announced in, along with laying off 18,000 employees from Microsoft. Uh, so that really stinks for them. I, I wish them the best. I hope they can find something else quickly. Uh, but this does kind of reinforce Microsoft's uh, vision for Xbox to be a gaming platform, not this all-in-one entertainment device like they were trying to sell at the beginning that kind of hurt them at the beginning with gamers. Here's hoping that everything works out in the end for all those people that were laid off. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of The Inverted Look. Feel free to email me on anything that I've talked about today or any kind of stories that you want to, to let me know about or any games that you're playing that you want to let me know about anything game related 
let me know. You can email me at theinvertedlook at gmail.com. Theinvertedlook, all one word, at gmail.com. You can follow this show and other shows on facebook.com slash morningsupper, uh, as this podcast is a part of Morning Supper. You'll also see our other show there called the Morning Supper Podcast, our variety-type show. You can find us on soundcloud.com slash morningsupper, and we're also on iTunes, so you can listen to this on the go. Just look for Morning Supper. This and our variety show is all put out on one feed there. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to me talk about video games today. I love doing it, and I hope you like listening to it. Once again, I'm Ian, and I will catch you next time. Bye.